Welcome to the Women & Money Cafe. I'm your host, Julie Flynn, Independent Financial Advisor and Financial Coach, and this is the weekly money podcast for women by women, exploring the practical and emotional side of money. Right, lovely listeners, welcome to the 100th episode of the Women & Money Cafe. 100 episodes, who can believe it? Jo, I think it was about two years ago. The lovely Catherine Thomas Humphreys came to me and said, do you know what? We're doing this thing every week in Clubhouse and we're losing all that information. Why don't we turn it into a podcast? And I have to say, this is one of Catherine's more, more inspired ideas. So I think we have to take this moment just to acknowledge Catherine for having the great idea. Even though Catherine's moved on to new projects now, she's gone, but she's not forgotten. And her legacy at the cafe lives on. So here we are for you today with episode 100. And I'm joined on the sofa with Emily. Hi, Julie. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy podcast birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not 100 yet. Uh, also, we've got Michelle. Hi, Julie. Hello there. So we, we're doing it a little bit different today. We've all been sort of reflecting on... You know, all the people we've spoken to in these 100 episodes, all the things that we've learned, and we're all going to share with you our favourite episode from the last one, 99? Yeah, the last 99 episodes. But before we dive into that, um, we thought we'd share with you what our top five episodes are based on downloads, because we're at over 16,000 downloads at the time of recording on the 13th of September. And we thought, remember Top of the Pops? And they give you the rundown on the top 10. All right, we're going to give you our top five. Okay, so in at number five was episode 28. Why everything you've been taught about emergency funds is wrong. And it's funny because I re-listened to this the other day and it's still really good. In at episode number four was one that me and Catherine did. And it was DIY a financial plan. So we talked you through how to build your own financial plan. And then in at number three, we've got the wonderful Pete Matthew joined us to talk about simplifying your money. And you know what? This is this. I've got this one bit of this this podcast episode that I absolutely love. But it's when Pete gives us permission to declare paperwork bankruptcy. And I absolutely love that. If that sounds like something you need in your life, then go have a listen to number seventy-five. Then in at number two, it's. How to start your first stocks and shares ISA. I think now we have 283 people that have gone and opened an ISA because of that episode. So I'm going to call that, you know, an impressive achievement. And then at number one, our most popular episode, number 70, Atomic Habits for Your Money. So I can remember one of my favourite bits of this episode as well is Michelle, you talking about the envelopes. Do you want to tell people what your atomic habit for envelopes is? Is this the one where I get the post and I open the post, but I get rid of all the envelopes because it takes the pile down hugely and makes me feel more determined to look at it? Oh, and I think the other tip you, you gave is if you've got a stack of envelopes that need opening, it's just doing one a day. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. That makes it much easier. So. I think it's not as daunting. It's like taking, it's like opening the advent calendar one a day, just easing it out and making it nicer. Yeah, and I, I would hope that that's what we've done in all the previous 99 episodes, is just giving people just these little small hints and tips to make life and money a tiny bit easier. We're not looking for big, massive, drastic changes. We're just doing one little bit at a time. 
Okay, so as I say, we've all been having a little think about if there was one episode that's got like a big takeaway from it for us. You know, we thought we'll, we'll share that with you, with you. So, Emily, do you want to kick us off with the episode that had the biggest impact on you? Yeah, I mean, I think maybe later in this podcast, we might talk about the, the most embarrassing moments because I'm sure I've had loads of those <laughs> <laughs> when I say things I shouldn't and I realise, oh, no, they're not listening. But anyway, yes, yeah, so the one, the episode that I thought that moved me the most um, was the one where I think it was episode 50 and it was the one we were talking about inheritances and a lot of people assume don't they that when you get an inheritance um, yeah okay you're sad that someone's died but actually you know somehow your life might be more enriched by having a sum of money that you could have inherited and for some people it's a lot of money um, but you know I think in that episode we really drilled down into the way that certain people can feel about that you know if somebody's lost a life partner um, and especially if you're um the, the half of the couple that wasn't involved in the finances um suddenly having that money to have to deal with not only is it stressful because you're not sure what you're supposed to do but also that that task that you've now got that that sum of money it doesn't it doesn't reflect anything positive for you. It, it's a reminder of that person not being there anymore. And uh, along with that comes all sorts of guilt as well about how you might be um, going to spend that money or use that money. And I think a few somebody had a story about a client who just wanted nothing to do with it and wanted it passed on to someone else um, to give it to charity. And I remember talking about a client of mine who, who described herself as the custodian of her late husband's money and really it was just for her to be passing on to her her sons. Um, and I think that episode just really moved me because, I don't know, it's easy if you haven't lost a loved one and inherited a lot of money, it's easy to think that along with the sadness that comes, there is a bit of positivity. But I think for some people, first of all, for various reasons, there isn't that positivity. I think it's fair to say it's complex. Very, You've yeah. got lots of different layers of emotions going on there, haven't you? Yeah. It's funny because I do remember that episode. And it's funny, the phrase you used there about how your client feels about the money, about how it's their, jo- their job's just to look after it. It's yeah. not there for them. And I think I, I see that quite a lot in, in yeah. work. And it comes back to that thing of people not feeling like they deserve things. Yeah, that's quite a deep-rooted thing. I think that is a big question when it comes to money that we do touch on a fair amount. Um, and I remember back in the clubhouse days, I remember having conversations about our relationship with money and a lot of people feeling that they didn't feel that they should be wealthy, um, mm. that, that it was the negative things attached to that because when you thought of a wealthy person you thought of a nasty person you know and all these connotations we have um the story that we tell ourselves yeah all right well thank you for that emily so that was episode 50 i've inherited some money and i feel it was emily's most poignant episode let's move on to i'm starting to giggle because i think i know what michelle's favorite episode is <laughs> going to be <laughs> michelle do you have a favourite episode from the previous 99? 
I do. So there are some which obviously have touched me and quite a lot in terms of subject, but there's one that sticks in my head because it was really good fun, really, and I can just remember doing it and we were all having such laughs. So that is episode 36, which was the pension jargon quiz. Oh, this is going back quite a while ago, wasn't it? So I think we'd done a couple on pensions and then we thought, you know what, there's a lot of technical jargon on pensions. Should we do an episode where we cover it off? You're like, yeah, let's do that. And I thought, oh my God, that's going to be really dull. <laughs> oh my God. How can we make this more fun? So we turned it into a quiz, didn't we? We did. And I think we sort of had fun and we were a bit mean to each other, to be fair, with the ones that we picked for each other. But <laughs> I think we did do it in one or two sentences, which was the key to get the answer across. So I do hope that that did help a lot of listeners in terms of the jargon that we often throw about or that you see on sort of financial news and press. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I am a bit of a pensions geek, as you know, and I think that just made me smile. It's coming back to me now because I remember this is one of the things when we still had Catherine around, we were a little bit more seat of our pants because she just inspired naughtiness in me. <laughs> so I think we'd got a big list of pension jargon and we'd sort of split it up between us. And then when we turned up on the day to record, I think I said, should we do it as a quiz? <laughs> just starting yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> and then we had buzzers as well. I remember James, the editor, once he, once he worked his magic on that episode and he emailed me back, he goes, I want a buzzer. James, you can have a buzzer too. And I think yeah. we had we had a slightly creative scoring system, didn't we? It was very creative. I'm just wondering what the score was. Because didn't you end up with a number and a bit of pie? Or was that Catherine? I don't remember. I do remember you, you won, didn't you? You were the winner. I did win, yes. And I don't think that was through any skill as such but um <laughs> I think but we definitely had to give the answers in one sentence if possible and if you ran over there was sort of a bit of a penalty to that so we yeah were watching each other all the time <laughs> uh, I know that I came last so what what number episode was that Michelle I was number 36. Right, so episode number 36, if you have some pension jargon and you're like, I don't know what that phrase or that word means, then episode 36 is the one for you. You're going to want to play it on a really fast speed and just pause when we get to the word that you want explaining. Unless you're having problems with sleeping at night or you're a little bit weird like Michelle and this is your idea of a brilliant way to spend half an hour. Well, we all know how weird I am. Everybody's got the thing. It's just that we all know what your thing is, Michelle. <laughs> There's no hiding from it, is there really? No, there isn't. So I bet you as well some financial advisors listen to that episode because they're like, how do you explain a benefit crystallization event? Oh, hang on. I bet you the Women in Money Cafe podcast team know how to do it really quickly. That's because there's a penalty if you take more than two sentences. <laughs> so any financial advisors listening? You might want to bookmark that episode as well. It's dead handy. Might help. <laughs> okay. Uh, my favourite episode, there were so many. I've had so many favourite episodes because on my short list, I did have number 70, Atomic Habits, and I had number 75, Simplify Your Money with Pete Matthew. I also had episode number 79, which was How to Start a Pension, just because it means never again do I have to explain to someone how to start a pension. Because like everyone here, it's something I'll have had to say a few times. Now I just say, go listen to that. 
So if you want to know how to start a pension, episode 79. Uh, but the winner for me in the end was episode 31, where we had the wonderful Giselle Galper join us. Uh, we were talking about the link between career and money. So episode 31, and Giselle just gave so many good tips, such good advice on if you're starting out in your career or if you're midway through your career, the things that you can do to improve your situation. And then towards the end, because um, I could have spoken to Giselle all day, I said, right, OK, if you were to give the, the listeners one action to take away from this episode, what would it be? And I just thought it was inspired. She said to us, right, so tomorrow morning you're going to go into work, right? And I can pretty much guarantee that someone is going to ask you, how are you doing? Like, yep, it's probably going to happen multiple times in the one day. And she said, you could answer with, oh, I'm doing fine. Did you see Bridgerton last night? Or you could use it as an opportunity to do a micro pitch. So when someone asks you how you're doing, you can say, oh, right, well, I've been working on this project. I've been learning this from it. And it's really, really good. What I'm looking forward to doing is more of this kind of work and learning more about that. Is that something you could help me with? And it's just what turned into like one of those questions that we automatically ask people every day, how are you doing? You turned it into an opportunity for yourself. It's an opportunity to display, you know, what skills you have and what aspirations you had. And I just thought that was utter genius. And I wish I'd, you know, had skills like that, had ideas like that when I was had a proper job for a company that expected <laughs> me to do things rather than what I do right now. I'm just racking my brains now trying to think of something really clever to say. I can't think of anything. Maybe <laughs> you're not employed. <laughs> well, no, you could maybe say, well, do you know what? I've just finished recording the 100th episode of the podcast that I'm part of. What I'm really looking forward to is getting some more public speaking gigs where I can go out and empower more women about money. Yeah. And I do recommend that you listen to XYZ episode. Have you heard of it? <laughs> and then after you've listened to it, please download, share and write a review. <laughs> Well, we have a lot of fun running the cafe. The reason we do it is to reach as many women as possible to empower them around money. So if you know a woman who would benefit from feeling financially empowered, you can help them and us by sharing this episode with them. All right, so there are our favourite episodes. Now, Emily, you brought up embarrassing moments yeah. a minute ago. So I have a confession to make. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So no, don't don't be too concerned, ladies. Don't be too concerned. <laughs> so back, I think it was at the end of last year, I started uploading all the, the videos from the episodes onto YouTube. And mm. if you go into YouTube and you sort them by date order, if you go to the very first ones, okay, so Sean uploaded the first ones for me because I didn't know how to do it. She didn't get that we used to do fake intros. So the very early videos have got the fake intros on them. Oh, no. (laughs) So what we used to do, listeners, let's say we were going to have one about ISIS. And, like, it's a bit hard to go go in cold and just start introducing the episode. So we'd have, like, a fake intro, and they could get really outlandish and quite exciting and, like, overly dramatic and sometimes a bit sweary. And then once that got us in the zone to start the episode, then we would do it properly and James would edit the fake intro out Uh, but some of them have accidentally ended up on YouTube (laughs) 
Oh dear. <laughs> I think one of yours is there, Emily. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, having built up my persona with my boss, I'm now going to go and knock it down if they listen to this episode and <laughs> look at the fake intros. <sighs> Never mind. Are there any other embarrassing moments that you can think of or any funny stories? Uh, probably several times when I might have mentioned children, husbands and mother-in-laws. <laughs> and then we realise that the family may actually listen to what we're saying and we're actually talking about them. Yeah. There was a funny one, I think, in, you know, when the um, why is money still a taboo subject? Um and I mentioned that I sort of deliberately wound up my friend because I knew she oh, was yeah. uncomfortable about talking about money. And I, when I asked her how much her Christmas tree cost, I just loved watching how flustered she got. I mean, it's a freaking Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favourite things about doing the podcast as well is the amount of messages that we get from you guys, the listeners. So just this week alone... I've had messages with someone asking me about pensions. I've had a message, I've had a lovely chat with someone that has been inspired by, I think it's episode 51, it's you and me, Michelle. We were giving away the secrets of financial coaching and somebody listened to it and said, I want to be a financial coach, how do I do it? So I had a chat Fabulous. with them. And I've got to be honest, that's part of why I like doing them on the podcast as well, you know, where we give away the secrets. Where we just tell people, right, this is how you actually do it. You don't actually need to pay one of us to do it. That feels a bit naughty to me, and I like doing that. Yeah, it's because you like the naughty side of things, don't you? I do. <laughs> I do. It's like, I'm not going to pretend there's some mysterious way to do financial coaching, and I can't possibly share that with you because you must pay me the money. I'm like, now let's just tell people how to do it. And I think that I think that's part of what makes the podcast work, because... If you look back at a lot of the episodes and one of the other ones that I really enjoyed was the money milestones by decades. And I think it's where we actually, you know, do come across as we are human. We have made mistakes. We do things wrong. We may be advisors, but we learn from our own mistakes. And in that one, we definitely showed that we weren't perfect because we weren't doing necessarily what we should have been doing in our 20s and 30s. Um, for many of us, it's, it's you know, we're coming into doing things now. So I think it's nice for the listeners to hear that actually we didn't have it all perfect. We didn't set it up. And we've done a lot of the things that we talk about or that they think they don't want to talk about with anyone else. Yeah, mm. I think that's a good point. Uh, what you said about showing that we don't have it all figured out. So a recent episode is one where Sarah grilled me on how I do budgeting. And I shared all the things I've got horribly wrong throughout the years. And I can remember the first time Catherine and I did uh, why everything you've been talking about an emergency fund is wrong. And do you know what was really funny after that? Because I was sharing the story about what went wrong with my car. The fact I found a puddle in my car, which turned out to be quite an expensive problem, potentially. Glad I got an emergency fund. People were messaging me to see if I needed help with my car. And if I'd Aww. got it fixed. And I thought, oh, how nice are our listeners? Oh, we do have the best listeners. So, ah, oh, so do. thank you for everybody that got in touch with me about my car. You know, another one that I really enjoyed. Um, it was just you and me, Julie. I think, and I wasn't really up for it because I felt it wasn't really a subject that was close to my heart. It was the no spend weekend. Oh yeah, that was at the start of this year. We did that one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and we started. And we were a bit flat. I think we really got into it. The ideas that we were having. Couldn't believe some of the ideas 
that we had. What was that one about having a, a home spa where you go into your cupboards and you get out all of the little bits of shampoo and things? Um, you know, you can just use up those last bits. I mean, sadly, I thought, actually, that's actually quite a good idea. But yeah. little gems like that, that's what this, this podcast is good about. All right. Good yeah. And let's give people a behind the scenes look at what goes on. Okay, so we all kind of throw in ideas for episodes that we're going to do. And we'll just, I have a big list and then I go and schedule them. And what happened to me and Emily on that occasion is that we were the only two that turned up for someone else's idea. So yeah. we're sitting there and we're like, what are we doing? I don't know. Oh, shit, I think it was Michelle's idea. She's not here. Oh, well, let's yeah, just wing it. it was my idea, sorry. Oh, I'm like, let's just wing it then, shall we? And so that's that's a lot of what goes on. It is really collaborative. So I think one of my favourite things, well, my favourite thing of doing the podcast is obviously you guys. Oh. And I think it's quite that, and I think I don't know whether we, you know, listeners, we are all around the UK. We're not all close. We don't all live close to each other. And we've actually only all met face-to-face once. Once, yeah, we won't tell you what happened that night. <laughs> and it was quite a long time after we started this. So actually it sort of shows that we've come together and actually we're, we're not, you know, we're meeting up every week. We do this online and, and we have a really good laugh and we've made some really good friends. Yeah. And we're, we're different different types of people, different accents, different parts of the world, different home circumstances. So I think that's what makes us a great team because hopefully – there's you know all you listeners out there are finding that at least one of us is uh, your favorite or you know obviously you don't have to say which one but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if it's emily i'm not upset i can handle it me. <laughs> but everyone's going to have their different people that they relate to aren't they so that's the beauty of it yeah and i think that's the thing as well it's like you know, we do kind of just brainstorm ideas, try and think what it is that you would like to hear about. But we absolutely love it when you get in touch with us with your requests and suggestions. So that one, number 79, how to start a pension, Cafe Romana, that one was just for you. And everybody else that's asked me how to start a pension. <laughs> but, you know, if there are things that you would like us to cover, or if you want to join us for an episode and put questions to us, because uh, we've got an episode like that recently with Lindsay, that worked really well. So if you want to come and join us or you've got an episode you want us to do, then you know what to do. Just drop me a message and we will get on it for you because mm. we are here for you. So as we kind of wrap up the episode, is there anything else that you were, you look like you were about to say something, Emily? Yeah, I was actually. I was going to say that when I was looking at the stats for the podcast, I was really quite surprised that 25% of our downloads are from North America. So I think we should say howdy to our American listeners and thank them for listen, for listening to us. Uh, good good evening, good morning, North America. Thank you for joining us, especially after what I said that one time. It sounds like you've forgiven me. <laughs> I did accidentally <laughs> offend America one day. Oh, wow. But I listen to a lot of American finance, personal finance type podcasts and I find it really interesting to know so to find out the differences between the, us and them. So I'd be really interested if you American viewers want to put any views onto our Facebook group and let us know what you think the differences are between us and you guys. You know, I mean, are we are we weird? We talk weird. funny, don't we? We talk funny. What do you like about the Britishness of us? What you don't like? 
<laughs> it's interesting that we have got a reasonably wide reach now. We've got Australia, a bit of Asia as well. Yeah, we're, we're very, very international these days. I've just pulled it up as well. I'm having a look. Okay, so Glasgow is the number one city. Get in. <laughs> that's because you keep downloading them yourself, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a shout out to the Glasgow Girls Facebook group. Oh, Everybody okay. in there. So I think they, I drop links in there quite a lot, especially when someone asks how do we start pension. So, yeah. So what I want to know is what's your home, your, your hometown, Emily? Bedford. Bedford. Michelle, are you Dorset? Um, right, I think when we get together next year, right, or at the two-year anniversary, let's see if our home counties, whose home county is going to be at the top of the download list and have a bit of a competition. A competition. Yeah. Yes. We like a competition. <laughs> going to have to be careful what I say then, aren't I? A little bit. But no, I don't think so. A little bit. <laughs> Depends where your family live. Do they all live in Bedfordshire? Yeah. Okay, maybe not. Let's not have that competition then. <laughs> All right. So as I said, we were winding, th- winding things up. Is there anything else that you would like to add, Michelle? No, I don't think there's anything particular. It's just, it's really, really nice for us, I think, to see the benefit we have. And any feedback that we get from any listeners really helps us understand how we can do this for you, because that's what we do it for. We, we do it to help people together a wider reach so yeah please just get in touch and let us know what you'd like us to cover because we love doing it for you i think that's a really good point actually because every now and again i get a lot of messages from people telling me that they've started their first investment because mm. they're listening to us or they send me little screenshots of their money box or something like that and it's that really does give us a boost because it tells us that you're doing the things that we want you to do we do it so that you make your lives better so we love the success stories like that and if you took our advice but it's not advice is it but if you listen to the podcast she said backtracking carefully and you did to go decide to go and get an ice and then you're looking at it right now and thinking geez well that looks a bit of shit wish i hadn't done that stop everything looks a bit shit right now don't worry stick with it it will all be okay i promise you yeah all right any last words from yourself emily just i would say guys don't be selfish if you are enjoying our episodes can you share please share i bet you've got loads of friends who would also love listening to us um, and would learn a lot so spread the love thanks all right. Okay. Thank you for that call to action, Emily. That was brilliant. Um, okay. So I think uh, I just want to say a big thank you to yourselves, Emily and Michelle, for being with me from the start. It's been amazing. We love it. Sarah and Jennifer aren't with us today because they're off doing other things. I think Sarah's at a conference. But if you're listening, ladies, thank you from me. And Catherine, if it hadn't, Catherine hadn't come up with the idea, we wouldn't be here at all. So big thanks to Catherine with whatever she's doing now but most of all to you the listeners that you keep listening and you keep downloading and you keep sharing and for that i just want to say thank you all right until next time do take care of yourselves thanks for listening to the women and money cafe if you've enjoyed it please leave us a review it really does help and also please note the podcast is for education and information only and doesn't constitute personal financial advice please reach out to one of us or any of the other fantastic financial advisors in the uk for that kind of help